Hello, this is Rick Comerick, Certified Financial Planner, and today I wanted to share with you an article that I just uploaded to my blog titled, A Bumpier Road 2018 and a Return to Normalcy. So let's go ahead and get started and, and take a look at this. Uh, I, of course, I hope everyone had a wonderful and blessed holiday season. Whether you reached your personal goals in 2018, face challenges, are looking for a reboot, let's take a moment to, to hit on some of the key themes from last year. So the US economy exhibited strong growth in the second and third quarter. A recession did not ensue. And yes, 2017's lack of volatility was remarkable, but we knew it wouldn't last. We just didn't know when it would end. Well, January began in 2018 on a firm footing, building on the highs in the wake of tax reform, low interest rates, low inflation, and strong corporate growth. If stocks rise or fall on the fundamentals, and they usually do, the outlook was quite favorable as the year began. However, while I always believe no one can consistently time the peaks and the valleys of the market, uh, when there's too much good news, price in stocks, any disappointment can create that volatility. A spike in treasury bond yields tripped up bullish sentiments early in 2018. President Trump's decision to level the playing field of international trade created uncertainty in the first half. Then investors decided trade wasn't important until later they decided that it was. Another bout of selling began in, in October and the decline accelerated in December. Several factors contributed to the weakness, including fears that continued rate hikes by the Fed might stifle economic activity in 2019 and quash profit growth. We're also experiencing heightened uncertainty brought on by ongoing trade war with China. In addition, key tech stocks have been uh, market leaders for several years and, and they lost their mojo and pulled back and pulled the averages down. As the year came to a close, the peak to trough decline in the S&P 500 totaled 19.8%. We exceeded the long-term average annual peak to trough drawdown by six percentage points because the average is about a 13% decline each and every year from peak to trough. Still, we're just shy of that 20% threshold, which uh, the economists commonly use uh, to define a bear market. If Christmas Eve marks the bottom of the sell-off, it won't be the first time we've sidestepped a correction uh, uh, and uh, sidestepped the bear market, rather. We witnessed similar declines in 2011 and 1998. In both cases, a profit-crushing recession was avoided. But let me offer a little bit of perspective. The Q4 decline may have been unsettling. Nevertheless, the total decline in the S&P 500, including reinvested dividends, amounted to just over 4% for the calendar year. So although inside the year we had that big decrease, if we look at the total year, it was quite moderate. Overseas stocks fared quite a bit worse as the global economy shifted into lower gears earlier in the year. Uh, here's some of my thoughts. You know, when I was younger, um, I wouldn't blink at a decrease in the market because I knew this was for the long term. As uh, I contributed to my 401k uh, starting out in my early career, I knew that uh, those dollars would just uh, continue to purchase uh, shares in the market. And I wasn't going to touch that money for a long time because I didn't plan on retiring for a long time. However, as we age, you know, we want to consider the mix of our investments and, and see if, if it's still appropriate to where it was when we started. And the same can be said of college savings, you know, especially as the beneficiary gets close to those college years, uh, they shouldn't be invested, particularly risky if those funds are going to be drawn on in the near future. 
So what's in store for 2019? While 2018 began with unbridled optimism, caution quickly entered the picture and most US indexes had their first downturn since 2008. In 2019, we have the mirror image. There's no shortage of cautious sentiment, but the fragrance that's in the air today doesn't always determine market direction throughout the year. As we've seen, markets can be unpredictable as investors try to anticipate events that may impact the economy and corporate profits. I've always found it interesting that some analysts hope to discern the direction of trends from various calendar-like indicators. Uh, one is the so-called January effect that says as January goes, so goes the rest of the year. Well, of course, if January goes well, then uh, the bulls already have a leg up on the bear. So it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in some regard. Um, but when you throw in uh, reinvested dividends and natural upward bias, it helps to explain again, why January it, it, uh, can, can have that tent, that trend. But that wasn't the case for 2018. And by the same token, 2016's weak start didn't carry over to the rest of the year. So, um, you know, we can't always uh, and rarely depend on these so-called trends. Here's another example. October 4th article in Wall Street Journal said that midterms are a boon for stocks no matter who wins. On average, the months October, November and December have been top performing months during any year that included a midterm election. This year, though, there was a failure to launch with that. So as we know, uh, stocks can be unpredictable over the shorter period and sell-offs are normal, uh, although they aren't pleasant, but we take precautions to minimize the volatility and keep on track towards the long-term perspective with financial goals. Um, I came across an article, LPL Research highlighted this. They said that the S&P 500 has lost average of 31% every five years since World War II, including our declines of 19%. Yet the index has registered an annual advance 75% of the time and almost 80% when the dividends are reinvested. Further, the S&P 500 has averaged an annual advance of nearly 10% since the late 20s. During the up markets and the down markets, I like to stress the importance of having an investment plan and the progress uh, that you're wanting to make according to that plan. Stocks will hit small bumps in the road and occasionally a major pothole, but the long-term data highlight that stocks have easily outperformed bonds, T-bills, CDs, and inflation. As Warren Buffett opined a couple years ago, it's been a terrible idea to bet against America and now is no time to start. I trust you found this review to be educational and helpful. Let me emphasize again that my job is to assist you. If you have any questions or would like to discuss any matters, feel free to give me a call anytime as always. I'm humbled by the opportunity to serve you. As 2019 gets underway, I want to wish you and your loved ones a very prosperous new year.